When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. This is The Punters, Mate, on SEN. Yeah, it's been a wet old week. It's been a wet old couple of months in southeast Queensland, and I'm not sure that anyone in the racing industry has been affected as much as the Brisbane Greyhound Racing Club, uh, missing meetings for 10 weeks, and the start of the Winter Carnival was supposed to be last night at Albion Park, and the rain has come at a very bad time, and Luke Gatehouse is waiting for another track inspection this morning and joins us now. G'day, mate. How are you? Good morning, boys. We're just having one of those years. Mm. Extraordinary. I, I showed Chris the video. Sadly, we can't show our listeners the video you just sent me of the water uh, behind Albion Park as the cars once again are driving around with the water basically above wheel height, isn't it? Yeah, so that video was of uh, Park Street and near the corner of Higgs Street, which is basically leads to the, the Greyhound trainers and the Harness trainers car park. So... Uh, Access at this time of the morning is pretty hard, and out the front, uh, at the front entrance of, of Albion, there's a, a bit of water there as well. There, we did expect it yesterday because uh, there was the, the really high tide this morning, plus the the, the water being released and the water just uh, coming out of the sky. So we we did get a chance to make some preparations this time. So we've been able to move equipment and, and get vehicles and and uh, other large equipment up on higher ground. So that's a positive out of it. But, yeah, it's it's not ideal, but we can't beat Mother Nature. No. So yesterday, last night's meeting, which was going to be the start of the Winter Carnival, what's happened to that? Because you had to, to postpone that at about midday yesterday, you were telling me. Yeah, so we've moved it to tomorrow morning. So it'll be a, an 8 o'clock till just before 11 o'clock race meeting. But... Uh, Having seen the the weather forecasts and, and everything, that's that's in doubt at the moment. Today we've got a race meeting today as well, and and that we're making a decision on that after nine o'clock. But uh, yeah, look, both meetings looking in doubt at this stage. Not necessarily about the the racing surface, which we we can get tidied up pretty quickly when the rain stops, but uh, more about the safety of of participants and greyhounds getting getting to Albion Park because we do have a lot of trainers coming from. From the western part of southeast Queensland, and and they've copped the worst of it, and they're still copping it. So, yeah, those decisions will be made pretty quickly today. Is it raining there at the moment, Luke? Uh, no, uh, which is a, a positive. So my track will be fine. It's just that the amount of water. Breakfast Creek is a, a tidal creek, and and also uh, tends to to come up pretty much even on normal king tides without rain. So when you've got got large tides and rain uh, we, we did expect it to come up so what uh, if you can't get this meeting uh, last night's meeting held tomorrow uh, it's an important because you've got all these heats for your major events coming up what, what's the the plan uh, we'll be talking with racing Queensland 
today, if we do make the decision not to go ahead, um, it may be that uh, we just make those those two events look a little bit different for next week to, to at least allow those greyhounds to have a run. But those decisions will be made in consultation with, with ourselves and Racing Queensland today. So what impact? We speak about, you know, the horses missing out on runs. Is it sort of mirrored for, for the greyhounds, that the, the impact on them if they don't get a run when they're being prepared for a, a major race? I would imagine it's exactly the same, uh, the ramifications for the trainers, owners and the dogs as it is for the thoroughbreds. Yeah, match fitness is an important thing and it's you know something that, that we suffered with in the, the first flood event because greyhounds weren't able to be worked for for a couple of weeks when all tracks were out of action and you know, most trainers' facilities were, were pretty wet as well. So, uh, yeah, the, the dogs that are running five and 600 uh, and 700, they actually they need the work and they, they need the, the, uh, the match fitness. So it does have an impact on their preparations. Uh, the shorter course greyhounds, they sort of come out and just run and go back in their kennels and sleep and then run again. <laughs> and get their um, soft like <laughs> <laughs> and get their soft serve ice cream. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. So, mate, the decision that's going to be made this morning with regards to tomorrow and tomorrow morning and tonight, the track you say is okay. So it's based on the ability of those involved to be able to get to the track. Yeah, and, you know, at, with high tides in the morning at the moment, uh, basically we'll have a repeat of that, if not worse, tomorrow morning. That's that's my major concern of, of that video that I showed you guys mm. and, for the listeners, it was cars basically halfway up their wheels just to, to get down those streets and we all run with the, if it's flooded, forget it. And I'm looking at the radar now and it looks like we're going to get a bit of a hammering in the next few hours anyway with this, this rain system. So is it your decision, Luke, or to the steward? This is an outside the track and outside, you know, the Greyhounds, um, you know, on the track. So it's a decision made by the Brisbane Greyhound Racing Club as opposed to a, a steward's intervention? Uh, it'll be a consultation between the, the stewards, the club and Racing Queensland uh, and we'll come up with a, a joint decision. It basically doesn't sit with, with one, one organisation, these ones. Okay, mate. Well, we better let you get back to it because you've got that inspection in around nine minutes from now. We really appreciate you giving us your time this morning. I feel for you. It's been a tough uh, three months, but uh, fingers crossed the rain disappears or at least eases. Um, but as you mentioned, the high tide coming from the creek uh, doesn't help. But uh, we'll keep in touch, mate. I'll give you a ring in about half an hour and give us an update. Or give us an update when you can and I'll mention it on, on the punters, mate. Will do. Thanks, guys. Good on you, mate. Thanks, Luke, Luke Gatehouse there from the Brisbane Greyhound Racing Club. And, yeah, I, I, can I use a cliche and a pun, whatever it may be? It never rains but a pause oh. for the poor um, for just, Luke and his team. They've done an extraordinary job mm. and having to wait to get all the, the stuff back to be able to get back to racing last week. And then here we go again. Yeah, hopefully not as bad. Hopefully nowhere near as bad. Yeah, let's hope so. Now, some of the things we didn't get to uh, before the first break, Chris. Um, uh, speaking of inspections, mm. there's a, a pretty important vet inspection today. Yeah, well, all the horses in the 10,000 were uh, vetted yesterday, all OK bar zoo style, who uh, was slightly lame. So we'll have to have another vet inspection this morning. Now, I'm not sure what time that will be. However, Tony Golan, of course, trains zoo style, and he uh, will be speaking to us just after 9am. So we'll find out from Tony what's happening there. Marzu, the favourite for tomorrow's Doombin 10,000, has been locked into the Everest for the next two years, Mark. That's a big call, isn't it? Mm. That's by John Massara. John Massara's Arrowfield Stud and Star City uh, have linked there, and they have uh, locked in Marzu for the next two Everests.
Hopefully the horse does the right injuries, thing. Right? Injuries permitting, form permitting, whatever form it may be, I suppose. That's the horse they've chosen. Yeah, it's a long way down the track, isn't it? So when is the Everest? Uh, in October, the Everest. So we're talking about locked in until October 2023. Yeah. Yep. So 15 months yeah. away as well. Okay. Very elegant. Of course, won the Melbourne Cup last year. Uh, Chris Waller, look, there were plans. The owners wanted to take this horse overseas and tackle the Arc de Triomphe in Paris. Uh, Chris Waller earlier in the year put out a statement to say they've decided not to take the mare there, seven-year-old mare. But the owners have decided now they're going to go and they're going to uh, take the horse off, Chris Waller, and give it to a French trainer. So they're going to have a crack at the uh, the Arc de Triomphe later this year. We're better take a break here on the punters, mate. Other side of the break, we've got a little uh, um, interview with Tony Gollan coming up after 9 o'clock this morning, so looking forward to that. But this is the punters, mate. Thanks to the Tab Queensland Racing Carnival featuring Stradbroke season. It's where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858.